Welcome to Tear Out the Tags, the podcast brought to you by Embolden Label, a space where you will learn to remove the labels that are holding you back. Let's get started. Do you wear the tag people pleaser? And if you do, is it sewn inside of you as a positive or a negative? Does it positively affect the interactions that you have in your life or is it weighing heavy inside of you? Now here's the thing. You may be wearing the tag people pleaser and there may be areas of your life where it is serving you and areas of your life where it is hurting and harming you. Now, I say this because there are areas of our life where we are almost required to be people pleasers. If we are in a position where we are required to do certain duties and expected certain things of us, then it is very important that we are pleasing to our employers or pleasing to our customers in order to retain future business. Now, today's episode is really about the pleaser within all of us. And whether or not you believe that every person has a people pleaser inside of them, or whether you think there are people who do not have this wiring and are free from the expectations of others because they don't care. Now, here's the thing. Today's episode makes me very uncomfortable because I'm going to share a side of something that I did recently that I don't necessarily want to shine a light on in a bad way. But I think it's important to share the lesson and what I took out of it and some of the upset that I went through during the process so that I can really honor the space that you might be in when you are wearing the people pleaser tag. So I mentioned on yesterday's episode, and for many of you that have been fans of the podcast for a while, you know that I was auditioning for the Denver Bronco Cheerleaders 2021-2022 season. And it has been a really exciting time, and it has been a very, very exhausting process. Now, for the most part, it was such an amazing experience, and I'm going to get into those details as well. But for today, I'm going to describe a part of the audition where I felt like my people-pleaser tag was not serving me. And I regret to say that I kept being a people pleaser throughout this entire experience and did not speak up for myself and did not voice my concerns. And I will get into that and why I feel like the tag people pleaser can actually physically and emotionally harm us. If you've just recently started listening to the podcast, I have taken a short hiatus because I was navigating through some busy season in my life and also some complicated struggle. And I am back and I'm here to share a lot of the lessons that I learned going through this audition and this experience at the age of 35. Now, if you are a new listener, you don't know that I was an NBA cheerleader for two years and an AFL cheerleader for one year between the ages of 20 and 23 years old. I gave up my professional dance career at a very young age and wanted to get married and have kids and sort of was in a hurry to check the boxes off the list so that I could become a mother, which was my biggest dream in my life. After having kids, I went through a very high conflict divorce and I realized that I gave up a part of my young life that maybe I wasn't ready to give up. And more than anything, I had a curiosity in my heart. 
I wondered if I could still do it, if I still had it within me, if I still physically could push myself to that level of athleticism, and if I still wanted to be part of an organization like that. And for several years, I made up every excuse why I couldn't do it. Excuses ranged from not having enough time because of my work schedules or not being able to leave my children and pay for childcare and justify doing this while being a single mom and many other things. But last year, I decided it was my last year to give it a shot. And I tried out during a pandemic. And unfortunately, as we know, everything changed and everything was very uncertain. So the team ended up not selecting cheerleaders for the 2020-2021 season. Um, Well, at least rookie cheerleaders. Now, this year, I decided that I would do it one more time since last year was a little bit of a flub in how things are run. And so it was a really unique experience for me. Anytime I've ever been part of a pro cheer audition, it has been a one to three day process. Generally, there are one to two dances that are performed during that time. And the amount of judging that happens is kind of like learn the dance and then perform for the judges in small groups. So it's super high pressure. It's really fast, but it's over relatively quickly as well. And you generally know whether or not you made the team within a week span. Now, this audition this year because of COVID was very different and very unique. So it sort of kicked off in late February with prep classes and then Shortly after that, it was a round one and then a cut, a round two and then a cut. Both of those rounds were virtual auditions, which is really uncommon, where we submitted videos of dances that we learned. The first dance, we had about a day and a half to learn and record. And then the second dance was called a speed round, and we had about an hour to learn the dance and an hour to record. Now, those parts of the process were high pressure in unique ways because we've never experienced an audition that is virtual like that. But there were also pieces of it that were less pressure because you weren't in the setting with all the other women competing against each other, but also supporting each other at the same time. So it was a little bit easier for me to insert myself into the audition, given that it was a virtual season. Now, the final round of auditions was about a week long. We had to go to one night of training camp. We had an interview and a test, and then we had a final audition on a Saturday. So here's the thing about how this audition worked. It ended up being about a three-month process. And during that time, probably because of my age, I was really committed to my workouts and making sure that I was ready and eating healthy and doing all the things that would give me the best possibility of competing with women who, let's be honest, I was comparing myself against. And here's the thing about that comparison is we wanna say, don't compare yourself to others. But the truth is when you are in an audition and you are handed a set of expectations and a role that you're going to be playing, you are going to compare yourself to the people that you are competing against for the job. Now, Thursday night was my training camp night, and it was a really interesting experience. There were some highs and there were some lows, and there was a piece that ended up being very not okay with me. And I'm going to tell you about that on this show, 
And I want you to just know that there were other parts of my training camp night that were very exciting and very interesting and really joy-filled. However, when it came to the dancing, and I knew this was going to be the case, so it was not something that I was surprised by, we were required to wear masks. And we danced for about four hours with masks on and had only a few breaks to take water in. And because the rules were so strict about the masks, I feel like most of us didn't feel comfortable taking our masks all the way off and giving ourselves a break to really breathe. And I looked around as I was dancing and no one else seemed to be struggling like I was. Nobody else seemed to be gasping for air and seemed to be struggling with the dances. But I started getting very confused. I started completely spacing on parts of the dances and I was feeling very woozy and dizzy. Now, what I forgot about is that I have anhydrosis and that is an inability to produce sweat. So I have never noticed in my life the effects of anhydrosis being severe for me. And the reason is probably because I know how to cool my body down in other ways. And generally those things work for me and I don't have problems overheating. It can be kind of dangerous because you can go into heat stroke and you can actually overheat and end up in urgent care or in the emergency room. But I've never had that happen and I've never even come close to that. But on that night, on the training camp night, as we danced and as I was taxing my body, I realized that I was about to pass out at different times and my brain was really foggy and I was having a really hard time staying focused and being able to perform the way that I knew I could. And also when you have a mask on, your vision is very limited and my mask was blocking a lot of my peripheral vision and it was making my equilibrium really off in combination with the fact that I felt like I couldn't catch my breath and I felt like I couldn't cool my body down. Now, I felt too embarrassed and too ashamed to say something. I probably was wearing the tag that I am older and that I'm a mom and that if I spoke up that I would sort of make myself look silly or high maintenance or that I would draw attention to myself and the other girls would maybe judge me because of that. And here I am, a 35-year-old woman who has a perfectly capable sense of standing up for myself and having authority in my life. I would certainly have stood up for my kids if they were put in that exact same position. In fact, when I got home that night, I was very upset because I couldn't catch my breath. And I told my husband that if someone had done that to my children, I would be raging mad and I would probably do something that I would regret and say things that were taking care of the situation ever happening again in the future. Now, this is a very unprecedented experience and I realized that they are taking precautions that they deem necessary for their organization. And I also realized that the people that are implementing the rules are not always the people who are creating the rules. I also realized that there are always two sides to argue and that probably there are many women who would disagree with the way that I am approaching the subject today. But what I really recognized that night was that my people pleaser tag and my not wanting to be the center of negative attention made me show up in a way that I was no longer proud of myself. 
I was really ashamed when I left that I didn't stand up for my mental and physical health. I actually said on my way home that that was the most physically and mentally challenging thing that I have ever been through. And that might sound dramatic to you, but in my world and in my lungs and in my body, I was suffering, feeling like I couldn't catch my breath and I could not get the oxygen that I needed. I ended up needing an inhaler to clear my lungs the next day and make sure that I was open and able to breathe again in order to train for the Saturday audition. Now on Friday, I woke up positive that I am not okay with giving up authority again in my life and being this toy soldier that is just expected to stand still and look pretty. And I'm not saying that they are necessarily requiring that of us, but what I am saying is that I realize that I still have a tendency to pick up those tags that are a set of expectations that I believe are there for me to pick up. And at this point in my life, it is just not the season that I'm in to adapt and conform in a way that I can't be true to who I am and what I stand for. And so Friday, I decided that I was positive that this was not for me and that I was going to be taking myself out of the audition. But then I had all these emotions around quitting. And similar to the emotions of not showing up with authority, I didn't want to quit this thing that I had worked so hard to do. And suddenly in the mix of all of these emotions that I was dealing with and this big decision that I had to make, I started to feel like my why was in a blender and I forgot the reason that I started doing this in the first place. And that was simply proving to myself that I could still do this, that I still had what it took and that it would feel good to work out to put myself in a position that was outside of my comfort zone and to accomplish and achieve something that I didn't know if I still had the ability to do. Now, the entire concept of this show today is that my people pleaser tag allowed my why to get caught up in a pulverized blender of emotions. It got lost, completely lost in the mix of all of this stuff going on and all of the things that I couldn't control about the situation. And guess what? That's life. We don't have control over everything when it comes to the things that we are applying ourselves towards, especially the things that are outside of our comfort zone. So I would ask you today, if you can think of a time where your people pleaser tag was in your way and was causing you to get caught up in your why and forget the reason behind what you are doing, leaving you completely open and exposed to having other people hand tags to you and defining who you are because your why is completely distracted and you are an absolute target for people to hand labels to. This tag is a tag that so many people in our audience wear. If you are listening to this and you wear the tag people pleaser, and you have been told that being a people pleaser is the right thing to do, I would ask you if you can actually attach positives that have happened in your life because you are a people pleaser. And ask yourself, how is this tag serving you and how is this tag holding you back? If you are living your life pleasing others, are you putting your dreams on hold in order for other people to get ahead and in order for other people to be lifted higher 
above where you are holding yourself. I'm going to be making more episodes about this experience, but what I can tell you for sure is that on Friday afternoon, after I contemplated quitting the audition entirely, I decided to tear out the tag people pleaser and I decided to finish the audition with me and me alone in mind. It was no longer about anything besides finishing the goal and following what I feel like was God's plan in my life and remembering my intuition as I walked in those doors because I knew that if I ran into another situation where I needed to stand up for myself, that I would. I hope you've enjoyed this message today. I know that it's real and raw, but I think it's important to share because it's a situation that maybe you haven't been a part of and maybe it's relatable to another area of your life where you have felt the people pleaser tag blocking you. I will talk to you guys tomorrow.